Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to another episode of Stefan Things. I uh, took a little bit of a break, but we are back, and I cannot wait for you to listen to this episode. The internet has put me in contact with some of the most interesting and ridiculous and amazing people that I've ever met, and some of them I've never met in person. And I feel like TikTok took that and just like turn it up to 11. I've met some of the most interesting people <laughs> on TikTok. And I'm so thankful because without all of that, I would not have this, like what I'm working on now. And uh, I wouldn't have many of the opportunities that have been placed in my path in the past year and some change. So it's truly wonderful. Today's guest is uh, one of those people. His name's Trav. He is pretty well known on the TikTok platform and, and throughout social media. You may have seen his face here and there. I will let him introduce himself uh, just through his personality, but I really hope you enjoy this very heady, goofy, ridiculous little conversation we have. Uh, you and I have been TikTok mutuals for like a year now, uh, back when in like the golden days of TikTok, I like to call it. Golden days um, of Earth. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but it's it's been like kind of a wild ride watching the platform uh, change and uh, for the worst, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> and you've had some uh, some fun times dealing with uh, social media platforms, both as like a manager most recently, but also you, you got banned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your main got banned. So give me a little bit about you, uh, your backstory, like what got you onto TikTok. And, just the TikTok uh, yeah, thing. Just, okay. Just, not, just not go. No, like, it doesn't have to just be TikTok, man. Just tell me, tell me about you. Well, okay, I could talk to uh, talk to you about the social media thing. Okay. I used to not be into it like at all. Like, um, what was it before summer 2019? I would like hardly ever post on Instagram or Facebook, never really used them. And I had a wow. friend here in Calgary who was really big into it. And she said, for years, she was like, Trav, you're funny. You should post videos of yourself. Uh, just do it. And one day, it was summer 2019, like July, there was this trend on Instagram of people doing a roundhouse kick, uh, kicking a bottle cap off of a bottle. Oh, I remember this. In yep. slow motion. And I saw it, and I saw John Mayer do it. And I thought, it'd be really funny if somebody uh, put send nudes on the bottom of their shoe as it went across the screen. And then the thought occurred to me, oh, I'm somebody. Right. <laughs> and then I did it and then it got posted to Reddit and it was the top post of Reddit for like 15 minutes and millions of people saw it. It got reposted to meme pages on Instagram. I got like a thousand Instagram followers for it and I had like a wow. hundred before that, like just people I knew and I never used social media. And so that blew up and my friend was like, see, fucking told you so. And I just kept at it. And do you think that like... um do you think there's like a special quality that you have or do you think it was just like luck? Uh, I do think it's special quality. I think it's childhood trauma. <laughs> like to be able to entertain people. Um, yeah, childhood trauma is probably the big one. Social isolation as a kid using humor as a coping mechanism. Oh gosh. Well, yeah. heavy relate there. Um, I Most of my trauma didn't necessarily come from like the family, but like I did have like a need to... Uh, like I wanted to be like a quality person in the eyes of everybody. And then maybe that's just classic middle kid, you know, like me being like dramatic. Yeah. Uh, Cause we didn't get boy. enough attention, but um, <laughs> well, I had a rambunctious older brother who was, uh, he, he uh, needed 
all the attention. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, but I, you know, also same, I, um, have a background in, in like making stuff for the internet, but I never was in it. Um, when I did it for both the U S military and then like going to film school and stuff, I was never had like any desire to be on camera at all. Uh, I wanted to like put other people on camera and that's kind of like my thing. Um, but yeah. I just started shit posting and people liked me in it. So I just like kept making it, but I didn't have like a blow up success as big as you did, Dude. especially not like on Reddit or anything. No, it wasn't fucking insane for like the first thing that you do. I mean, I had done things before. I, I'd made YouTube videos and I had one that got like 400,000 views and I didn't really get into it because YouTube's like so much time and commitment. And I'm just not about that. Um, but like for something like that to blow up that big, like the top page of Reddit, like literally millions of people saw my face and were like Snapchatting it to girls like, hey, watch this cool <laughs> video I saw. And then it says send nudes and the girl laughs. You know, maybe she sent some titties or something. Hey, I mean, you're you're helping people get nudes so <laughs> i definitely did i got a few nudes myself i was like holy shit yeah. this could be a good time so i just kept that's at such it. a thing i um you know you and i have had uh similar experiences with the uh like uh, i would say like simping is the the hot word um right. but you and i both made an only fans because oh, of yeah. it <laughs> Let, let me know. I want to hear your experience because you and I haven't actually talked about it too much yeah. um, offline. So, like, uh -huh. what's it been like for you? And I'll tell you on my end, too. Well, I didn't really want to start one, but I have a, a friend in L.A. who she started one and she made, like, 12 grand her first month. And she's like, yeah. listen, you've got 120,000 followers on TikTok. Some of them are going to want to see your dong. They'll pay to see it. And I was like, nah, fuck that. Nobody pays to see a dick. But I made a video about starting an OnlyFans. It got a lot of attention. I started the account and then made a video saying like, oh, I made like $300 in pe uh, money this week and I bought a fucking pizza with my dick money. And uh, <laughs> like that video blew up. And then a bunch of people signed up to OnlyFans, I think just to see how a man was making money on there. So I got like a lot of subscribers in one month and made actually like a, a decent amount of money. But, like, they only sub for one month because they're like, how the fuck is this dude making money on OnlyFans? Yeah, that's pretty much almost exactly the same uh, experience I had. Now, it's yeah. it's been pretty lucrative for me. Like, it definitely is tapered off, but it's worth it for me to keep creating content on that. Yeah. And it's all it's been, like, interesting, too. Like, now I'm, like, technically a sex worker, or we both are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, being a part of that world took some getting used to, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not as uh, brazen as you are. So it's like, it was, mm -hmm. um, it was kind of like a, uh, outside of my comfort zone, but I, you know, I weirdly adapted to it pretty quickly. Yeah. No, what I was felt like, weird about it because I was like, damn, this is stuff I send to people for free. Like, right. Right. Exactly. Ripped off. <laughs> what did you have any like weird stories you don't have like definitely don't out anybody but like what were some of the dms you got i don't look at the dms i honestly feel no so weird about having the account i i feel so weird about it i don't even look at it and i like will oh post something gosh. once a month so like it's not deactivated and like people who just have auto renew on like i'm still just getting paid <laughs> so, right 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 i don't know maybe they just want to support me yeah yeah actually so i would argue that at least half of my OnlyFans subscribers are using it as a means to support me uh, because it's like, it's just a way they can do it and then they like what they get out of it. But um, you're right. I think that most of the people who leave Renew on like forget that it's there. 
uh, you know, just to be like, okay, that's just a subscription to help this artist out, you know? Yeah, Which I only think is probably true like, for a lot. I was, I was going to say OnlyFans was like at a peak of like what people were talking about around when I signed up. So like people were getting on it. I think it's kind of like died down as an idea right now. People aren't like, oh, what the fuck? OnlyFans? What is this? What's that all about? Well, and there's a few other platforms and, and like people have been pushing to Patreon too. And yeah. like um, there's a few others. I think one's called like coffee or something. Sure. <laughs> like it's like buy me a coffee, you know, like $5 oh, nice. subscription. Nice. But um, I haven't I haven't looked too much into it. But yeah, it's pretty interesting. I, I never thought that I would be a quote unquote public figure and definitely never thought that my thoughts and opinions would fucking matter to anyone outside of my own circle i definitely Um, did i had an ego yeah (laughs) i've always had this ego where i'm like people should know me man like i'm so fucking dope like if only people knew well you've had a great success in doing so um and i think that that's pretty clear uh that your the confidence is there i just because of the like kind of content you make is like very like I don't give a fuck, you know. How what could anyone I give thinks. a fuck? How could I give a fuck, yeah. man? People are just part of the environment. They're like a cloud. Some of them are shitty and they'll rain on you, but it rolls off. It's a great way of looking at it. It's a perfect way of looking what's, at it. What's your philosophy then? Like when you're making content, like do you have like a um, hey, this is like who I am and this is what I kind of stick to, or are you just like whatever works? Uh, lately, I've just been kind of posting what I feel like at the moment. When I first got into it and was really trying to like actually make it a thing and build it, I was focused on making content that would be popular. Nowadays, okay. I just fucking throw up whatever I want up on there and hope people like my personality. And I don't really care about growing the account. I know I could. I know it's like a fucking formula. I started a new account with a friend a month ago. We got 20,000 followers in a month. So like when I'm working at it, I know the formula. But it's just like a fun place for me to share right now. Yeah, I that's literally how I treat mine. Because there is like a sell your soul like formula, like you said. And if 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 I really wanted to, uh, I could also. I think, but I don't know. There's Anybody some weird could. shit happening with yeah. You, I think you're right, and I also think that there's also suppression. Um, yeah, there is the suppression right now. But also, <laughs> I thought you were gonna go somewhere else. Not anybody can do it. You and I share an interest in these, um, like, underground accounts of these weirdos who have, like, hundreds of videos that nobody's ever seen. Okay, well, we have to talk about that then, because I yeah. was going to save that, but, like, fuck it. Let's just... So, yeah, I mean, my account name's Cringe Junkie, so obviously I, I'm a fan of, like, cringy shit, but it is very specific and very niche, and you and I kind of share a, uh, how should I say it, like, we have a... Taste. <laughs> You got a taste. Uh, yeah, it's taste. I, I agree, <laughs> but most would disagree. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just the weird trailer park drama, like yeah. creepy dudes trying to, you know, putting their actual phone number yeah. on their TikTok screen, you know, asking for women to text them. And then, of course, the Internet just takes that and runs yeah. with it. Takes it off um, of Tom Segura. Yeah, exactly. Every I mean, time. That's what I, I, you know, hopefully my trajectory, you know, throws me in the path of people like that because they also have they're like in the mainstream and they also have an affinity for this kind of stuff um but i that's one of the reasons i was drawn so much to tiktok in particular because it seemed like that out of all platforms really elevated that weird shit because right. of the way the algorithm shows you what you want to see right and you can, i can't find that on instagram i'll just have to type a random name in and, and hope right. i find somebody 
But the thing about TikTok is it, it'll just show you anyone, and that fucking rules so hard. Yep, it's that discoverability. And I uh, I really hope that, like, the platform doesn't uh, start, like, really... Because I'm starting to see less of that content, which is really frustrating. Yeah. Um, so, and it, so it's clear that they're, like, cry, trying to crack down on things that don't make their brand look good. Well, dude, they're not um, making money. Exactly. I'm telling you, no, they're not making money. You ever click a fucking um, Manscaped ad? No, I haven't. Never fucking click. I got a thousand Manscaped ads. I say not interested. I still get more. So, like, ads are not performing for sure on TikTok. They are not performing. Uh, so more than likely they're getting undersold so, by these uh, companies then. Right. So what they're looking at yeah. is, like, how do we save money? I don't know if you noticed they implemented a donate to a charity feature recently. And yep. it works just like big box stores. Hey, do you want to donate to this? They take the money they donated under their name. They get the tax write-off. Oh, okay. So, so they're yeah, really looking actual, at ways like, of saving creepy. money. And that's yeah. why if you are wondering how to make a popular TikTok video, focus on the watch time. Because watch time, that's bandwidth. You got a 60-second video. It's like a couple megabytes. But somebody watches 10 seconds of it. That's 50 seconds of wasted bandwidth. And bandwidth is their main cost. They're sending out a million videos a second, right? They're paying um, their hosts like a lot of money, the servers, to send that data out. So if it's going unused, they're like, fuck this. We don't want this kind of content. We want shit people watch all the way through. So like, I can tell they're hurting for money. Wow, you're absolutely right. It never even occurred to me. Um, that's like that's like YouTube in 2012. Like, I'm like an uh, expert on this shit. I don't know why. Like I've, I, fo well, I focus deeply on it because I had that one video blow up on Reddit. I got the thousand Instagram followers. And I tried making more videos. They got a little bit of attention, but not much. But my friend said, try TikTok, try it out. And then I took a look at it. And I was like, I fucking hate this. It's kids dancing. It's like, I don't want to see this. But it reminds me of Vine. And there are people who have yeah. full careers and like fame and attention and access that I would love to have. Not the fame, but the attention, the access, and the wealth. <laughs> but... Um, they got that off of Vine, and I was late to that. My buddy grew up with a guy who was famous on Vine. I'm not going to get into who, but we noticed all of the attention and all of the access he had and opportunities he had, and I thought, fuck, I can get this with TikTok. So I spent Yo, a month figuring it out. Like, I posted that's every kind of day. Exactly, that's how I saw it, too. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I posted every day for a month different types of videos. I was doing lip syncing videos, dude. It was super cringe. I, I wish I still had my old account so I could show you because I had it on like private. Man, it was like I, I was doing cringy shit to try and figure out this app because I'm like, I don't, I don't have any shame. If I can get a lot of attention, then I can start being me. And then if I have a million people watch me, a certain percentage are going to be like, okay, this dude's actually cool. He's not just doing Diet Coke and Mentos. Right, right. <laughs> Which people do. Yo, people who do that, they yeah. do. Just, I fucking hate that shit. I wish they could be deleted from Earth, those people. <laughs> They're so That's empty. That's a strong opinion. <laughs> They're so fucking empty and soulless. Like, okay, I yeah. need attention so badly. I'm going to do something that I know gets attention, but won't fulfill me in any way. 
Oh. Yeah, that empty kind of content has become oh. very, very popular, Dude. which is very different from Vine, though, because like the Vine rock stars, yeah. even the worst ones were were being somewhat creative, like the ones who were like using the sound effects just to punchline the same jokes over and over. Just they were say. at least like it uh. took effort, you know, like the the skit comedy um, kind of, uh, I don't know, formula, if you could call it that. But those guys were rock stars. Uh, yeah, I remember and the, they the used... level of talent was low enough that I was like, hey, I could do that shit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think that was part of the draw, too. It was like these are just like normal people. Yeah. But like what was crazy is that the platform itself uh, was like did way more to highlight those creators than TikTok has ever done. Like they used to have these like giant vine parties and they right. had a kiosk set up because I used to right. watch it live. And also and they had a, a kiosk. Feature. A feature oh, that yeah, I really absolutely. liked was the Revine. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was uh, they you took can do that, that from with Twitter, like, obviously. Like with with uh, TikTok, you can do it with like duets and reacts, but it's not the same as putting it in your feed. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Well, in the way that Vine's uh, feed populated was way more direct. So like, if you were like, I like this person, let me follow them. You got their content the moment it was uploaded. There was no like yeah. bottlenecking. Yeah. Um, and they um, the discoverability on your like main page could be broken down into categories so like you could change it from comedy to like other things like i don't know i don't remember what the, all the other categories were but you could change your feed settings to uploading uh, or to show you content as it was uploaded so you were seeing yeah. like these 12 year old kids just throwing their phone around like just six seconds of like <laughs> just fucking nonsense yeah um which was like a precursor to the the cringy shit you and i like yeah. from tiktok because it was like just random stuff of kids trying to be funny like the famous Viners. But oh, anyway, I, just, there was more control. You just bummed me out because I lost my main account where I had a For You page that was full of those people. And oh, my new account doesn't have it. They're showing it me takes just forever to get your algorithm to oh, show you that man. stuff. And it's so juicy when you find someone who's got like 800 videos and they each have 60 views on them. But yeah. they also all have comments. So, you know, there's like, a group of people who are like the diehard fans yeah i'm like damn that's so true these are my well, people. There are people there are like accounts that me and my friends have like followed from the beginning of the story there's this yep. one girl named jasmine okay. who she creates content talking about a fake made up like uh like uh, love triangle between her neighbor and like their boyfriend and her and the uploads stay there for like maybe two or three days. Mm -hmm. And then she wipes her entire account. Okay. Wow. And then a few weeks later, she'll make like five more videos. And so it's like, you know, I don't know. It's like hitting a treasure trove every time because wow. she uses all 60 seconds. And like wow. sometimes there's loud music playing over half the video and you can't barely understand her. But it Damn. is just so fine. It's so great. Yeah. And then there's this couple... Uh, that me and my friend Tristan have been following for over a year now who had never met. They met on TikTok, but they claimed to their followers that they were married uh -huh. and were just separated. Yeah. Now, no one believed it, like, for the most part, uh, but they would block anyone who commented anything of the contrary. So I never commented on their yeah. content, and they had to, like, approve follows. So I just had to know their screen name. Yeah. Um, so anyway... <laughs> My friend got approved, so he was allowed to comment on the videos, and all he would do is just go say, like, supportive stuff so they wouldn't block him. 
but they actually got together and are like literally living together in like her mom's house now it is like it came full circle they like really got married that's a juicy story <laughs> it sounds like you're into these kind of things have you heard of gothic king cobra no i have not oh my god i just gave you uh your favorite thing of the 2021 uh, okay he's been doing like vlogs for i don't know how long like 10 years or something and he's got like this underground community of people who've been following him for so long and there's he gets into the craziest shit and his fan base are all insane fucking 4chan type people but like oh, that's even better how i found out about this guy is one of his fans sent him a sex doll like one of those real dolls and um, he had a whole like Facebook story that he had posted about how he had fucked it and it had, like broken and like he had pictures of it like thrown in a dumpster. And he's not doing this as a joke. Like he's like, oh cool, I got a sex doll, and like he ruined it immediately. Oh no. Yeah. And he was like, he's he's always drunk and he's always smoking like cigarettes and cigars and pipes. And he's got like this cowboy hat that's like flattened out and like, looks like just you know like one of those old straw hats what is it with like a like, lot of these content creators that are like that are like this they always have like a hat that they love i don't um, know whether it's like a cowboy hat fedora or like a really old baseball cap i've always noticed that because they're always wearing it a lot of people don't like the look of their hair or the top of their head yeah uh, i really fair. think that's what it is for me it's an advertisement thing i've got my company on my hat so oh yeah that's easy and also yeah i don't like to do my hair or try to make it look good so <laughs> That's help with that. Well, there's um, th this was weird. There was this one guy that my friend followed for a while. He wore like fedora, older guy, like white goatee. He would just like walk around random locations and film himself, and then like superimpose beautiful women onto his videos. Oh, um, and it was just one of those kind of like creepy old man uh, accounts. Yes. But he, my friend was working uh, at an Apple store, and the dude walks in. We didn't realize that he was local. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> Fuck, man. So then we started recognizing all the locations. We're like, oh, my God, I know exactly where that is. And he even went to our college like Dude, when school was out and was like juicy. walking around. <laughs> that is juicy. And that's the algorithm showing us people who are close in GPS location, uh, which is a real thing. Um, a lot of people don't realize yeah. you see local content. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty regularly. I've been recognized in Ikea before. I no only, fucking way. What I, was only had like? a, I only had 125,000 followers, so I didn't know what that meant. Like in January uh, of last year, I think I got like 5 million views or something. And I knew a certain percent of them were in my city. So I was like, I didn't want to go out because I was like, if somebody looked at me with like a sense of familiarity, I'm like, have you seen me online? I don't want you to have seen me online because my content right. is just like, I'm the butthole guy. Um, <laughs> but somebody recognized me in, I in an Ikea a few months ago because I just moved into a new place. I was getting new furniture. And they messaged me after, and they're like, yo, I think I just saw you at Ikea. And I was like, okay, you should have come said said hi, because now I feel weird that there's people just watching me in public. Right. But yeah, I was that, like, um, yeah, that thanks. Would have, that would have made it more weird for me, Yeah, I was too. like, thanks for mentioning it, because now at least I know. Ooh. Sorry, my dog. <laughs> you got a <laughs> yeah. hound, right? Yeah, I do. What He's is a beagle. Yeah. What's hey, he talking about? Just had to let it oh, out. Oh, there's there's people doing um, construction across the street from where I'm a uh, house sitting right now. Okay, so. so I don't know much about beagles, but there's always something that like prompts the howl. It's not just like they need to get it out like a fart. Absolutely, yeah. He's uh, alert. Uh, is the best uh, okay. way of putting it. So there's a reason. Okay.
Yeah. <laughs> I just thought, you know, he usually makes a guest appearance. Yeah, there, there could be some animals that need to get noises out just like it's a fart, like they can't be quiet, like a bird. I think I'm that's sure. my parents' cat. Yeah, that's my parents' cat because that's yeah. what he's been doing this whole week. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to let it out like a fart or a queef. We got to be gender neutral here. <laughs> yes, I appreciate that. <laughs> We're all encompassing here with our uh, like air coming out of our orifices yeah. vernacular. <laughs> Hey, so um, your big explosion in popularity on your previous yeah. account was you exploring like the limits of the platform. Yeah. Uh, talk to me about that because there was kind of a recent development it. there. So yeah, like, go for it. You can I, name drop and everything. I, I love talking about this. So as I told you, I got on the platform to try and build it. So I was creating content that people would like. And I had this series called Love Poems wherein I play a 30-year-old virgin and I do a stupid poem and chug an odd liquid. Like I've chugged butter, I've chugged hot queso dip, I've chugged gravy. Yeah, I've chugged it was great. Milk, um, <laughs> heavy cream, eggnog, beer. Um, and I would notice people were loving these videos. Like the engagement was high. It was so high that I'm thinking, oh, this is gonna go viral because the videos, which like the views would just like be pumping up and up and up and up. And then around 25,000, it would like kind of pause, like no views. And then the views would just crawl up rather than explode. Sometimes they would explode. So then I started thinking, you know what? I think if there's gonna be a viral video, they've got a team of people that gets an alert on their screen. It says viral video incoming, should we promote this? And they right. never promoted my shit. I'm like, what is it that I'm saying? What am I doing? What the fuck do I do? And between getting to actually testing that, I had a, another funny story with um, the TikTok following and the engagement, is there used to be this guy whose whole deal was eating a plate of chicken and rice, and he would always say, chicken leg piece. And the chicken leg piece It guy, became yeah. a meme, chicken leg piece. You can Google it, chicken leg, it's spelled uh, B-I-S, chicken leg bis. Uh, you'll find it. And people just loved when he said chicken leg piece, and he became this huge meme. I did a parody of him. It got a quite, a few, quite a few views, but a lot of them were from East India and like Asia. And <laughs> like, I got a well, lot I of- I think that's where that guy was from too. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's why I probably got a lot of views from them, but I got a lot of follows from them. And uh, they didn't like my other content. They followed me because I was eating chicken and rice. So when I would produce new content, it would get no engagement. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm working so hard at this. I'm, I want to give up because like, between something like August and November, I gained 30,000 followers. And to me, that was like massive. But like November, December, it was like dead, 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 no changes. And I was making good shit and I was trying really hard. And I realized I had all these Indian and, and Pakistani and <coughs> Indonesian followers. Again. And you can keep going. And uh, they weren't liking my videos. So I, on January 1st, I spent three hours going through my followers list and deleting every like profile picture that looked like they were from that area of the world. And it was really funny because there were like a lot of toddlers. Like before India TikTok got banned, man, do you remember those Indian TikToks? Fuck, oh, they were yeah, it so was fun like to children. come across. Yeah, they would just be kids playing in some alley. So I was like deleting like hundreds of kids. And that day I was also pissed off about the censorship. Like, is it the censorship or is it my engagement? What is it? Why am I not growing? I'm fucking 
like I had confidence. I'm, I'm like, I'm making good shit, better than at most things on here. Not, not anything, but like most. And so I deleted all those, those followers. And then I, I was like, how am I going to test the censorship? Okay, I'll start a series. Day one of testing exactly which words are censored from the For You page or from TikTok. And I started with the word butthole. And I was feeling at the time, I was feeling angry. I was feeling mischievous. I was feeling funny because it's just a funny word to say. And I think that energy really resonated with people. And also the fact that they didn't know what would get censored. That video blew up. It was my biggest one ever, two and a half million views. And I gained, you know, 80,000 followers that month just testing the next word like shit, piss, vagina. And sometimes they'd get removed. Then I would do a little news report and say, fuck you to the TikTok censors. <laughs> Those were fun. Well, videos. this is like this is like right around the time you and I became pals because uh, we both had like the same kind of hair uh, yeah. and people were commenting and saying we looked alike. Yeah. And so I like duetted your video also saying butthole. I, I, I think I still have it in my drafts if it's not deleted because be of your awesome. account. Um, if, I, if I do, I'll send it to you. But um, yeah. Uh, I duetted one of them and posted it and did pretty well just because we kind of looked alike. And yeah. uh, that was when <laughs> we added each other. But yeah, I loved watching like a that a similar happen. breed of dude to me. Like, I was like, this dude seems like if we were a dog, would be like the same kind of breed. Right, right. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I think that you'd be like the the crazier one of the, of the two, though, for sure. Because yeah. I don't have the same uh, uh, courage, uh, internet courage that you do. I like don't give a shit what people think. But I do, um, like, I worry about what I'm associating with myself. And you seem like you're you're less worried about that. Yeah, because that I sense. think I'm fucking awesome. I'm, I'm going to be the fucking wave, dude. Like, people see, are going to start acting like me. They're going to start acting like me. They're going to see this dude's fucking living it up. And he's weird. I'm going to try and be like him. <laughs> dude, what was, what was that, that whole, like, um, live streaming you, while you were sleeping that happened, like, last year? Do you remember that shit? Because you did it. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody I, somebody else started that, and I thought I would do it. But the joke I made was he was doing a live streaming while sleeping, and he had, like, 10,000 people watching him sleep, and he was getting donations overnight. So then it became a trend. A bunch of people right. were doing live streams sleeping. And then I was doing a live stream of myself doing a live stream sleeping. Oh, so that's I had, right. <laughs> I had two phones set up, and that was the joke. I was like, watch the live stream of the live stream. And I thought that would blow up. I don't know if it did. I don't remember because I was, like, pretty fucked up at the time on, like, benzos and alcohol. But, like, I thought that was a hilarious joke because, like. It was. This is stupid. Like, adaptations of a meme are always the best. Like, just my, my first video, the the putting send nudes on the bottom bottom of my shoe like well, adapting a meme to, to make it like something else it always goes off well that's like the new wave of the internet like meme has has like become in our lifetime you and i are like uh i'm like late 20s what are you early 30s about to be 32 like on the 9th okay so five days from now. nice hey we're both february you know kids. what i'm calling well, it um 20 uh, what do you I'm, call it? it's my 2012th birthday <laughs> like I like that. I'm 29 this month, so nice. um, I'm almost catching up. But you know, we grew up with like an internet where a meme was like everybody knew, you know, like or viral video. Everybody knew the viral yeah. video because there's Lights only one at any given moment. Yeah, like any given moment. Okay, go. That was the viral yep. video of the month. Yeah. Um. But now there's like a million viral 
sensations at any given moment. Yeah. And so what happened is, is people just became, be, began to like recreate them in their own style or add their own twist uh-huh. or sometimes add, add nothing, yeah, trends. Uh, which is just, is yeah. And so meme trends are, is like now it leads all. And, um, TikTok, I think is almost responsible for making that like, uh, something your grandparents can do. Um, yeah which was uh, not always the case. Like back in the day, if you wanted to make your own adaptation of a meme, you had to have some understanding of like multimedia editing or, yep. you know, throwing something in Photoshop. But now the accessibility of like this video platforms and like the um, different effects that you can do, like superimposing images and stuff like that. It's so easy and it's right. The access is right there for anybody. So it's like, there's almost there's very little original content that is pushed by the platform. There is plenty of original content, but it's just more hard, difficult to find it. But yeah. um, I think that's because of like the technological aspect of it, which is really interesting to me. And it's going to become a feedback loop where people don't want to keep creating original content because it doesn't work. So it's just going to, it's going to turn to shit. Yeah. I, uh, I've seen a lot of content like uh, from like programmers and people who work in web development who have like kind of dissected how the platform works, not just on TikTok, but on a lot of social media, including like Instagram and Facebook, where it's a it's about bringing new members. Once once they've got you hooked, they don't do a lot of effort to keep you on the platform. So it's kind of like an emotionally abusive relationship. Actually, <laughs> uh, they give you just enough to keep you around. Yeah, uh, and I've noticed that, and the, that's how push notifications work and all that. But they do a lot of work to get new people to stay, and also uh, once. They, ahead, they, they want you to make friends on the platform that you don't know in real life. So the platform has like real value to you. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah. I didn't think of that. Wow. I need to get people's actual phone numbers now. <laughs> yeah. Like I know nobody's yeah. phone. Like I'd lose a bunch of friends if social media went away. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I wouldn't know how to contact you. No. Oh yeah. Other than like we have email now. Do. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I didn't think of the um, the actual social media aspect of it. You know, yeah, like it's the, like ingrained in our lives. That's, that's the hook because we have no incentive to say, "Hey, what's your phone number?" Not so much anymore. Yeah. Um, fuck. I miss those days. <laughs> oh man, I miss those days. You're younger than me. There were a couple of years where I was like of drinking age and go, could go to bars, and not everyone had like a smartphone, or like not everyone even had a cell phone sometimes. And it was just like a totally different experience going out to a bar and meeting people. It was yeah. so different. Just the I way had a little bit of that because I was um, I enlisted in the military when I was 19, and yeah. so uh, when I was overseas, we didn't have like they didn't have just like SIM cards at that time. Like not every phone was unlocked and easy, so it wasn't easy to just carry a phone with you everywhere. So when I was in uh, Turkey, I didn't have like a phone with internet access at all times. Yeah. I was, if I did, I yeah. was like in my dorm where I had Wi-Fi. Yeah. Um, so I still got to experience that, like, uh, that era, uh, of sociability, like actual sociability without yeah. technology. And I miss it. I really do. Oh man. It was a very different time and it was awesome. It like uh, a lot of interactions felt more authentic. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you got like real feels for people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not to be like, you know, back in my day, but like, no, it's like there, you couldn't meet was... a thousand new people that day. I could exactly. meet a thousand new people today. So it's like, you're disposable and it's like, I'm disposable and I get it. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I don't know the, the philosophy that will be born from 
this era, like studying this era of human development, if we make it far enough to be studied here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, man, not going to happen. Yeah, you don't think yeah, so? <laughs> I think it's going to burn down. My life philosophy, I've been talking to friends about this recently, my life philosophy is party till the place burns down. Just Well, I, I agree, uh, especially because I spent some time like studying the fall of France uh, yeah. and like the revolution that occurred there. And like, you know, this is a heady ass conversation, but... Uh, or s subject, but you're absolutely right. Like all the signs are there. We're in late stage capitalism throughout most of the Western uh, developed world. Uh, like the inability to discern what truth is specifically Dude. for like our older people um, has never been worse. So like yeah. access to information is now based on Dude. how you feel about it rather than Dude. what's actually happening. Yeah. Do you not get me started? There's some new <laughs> technology being developed that will be uh, imagine finding the internet in 1975 and thinking of right. the possibilities of where is this going to go, what's this going to do. There's new technology being developed where the internet will become just a network of peer-to-peer -peer encrypted interactions. So say you have a platform like Facebook. They don't know you're friends with somebody, but you can be friends with somebody. They can't collect that data. It's just everything you choose to share about yourself is uncorruptible by any government, any state, any corporation. You create your own identity. It's encrypted. Every interaction you have is encrypted. It's like freedom from big tech, big data. It's insulation from things like social credit systems. Like say I've got a hotel and I try and book a room for somebody with who's like jaywalked too many times, like a low social credit. I'm going to get fined for that in China, right? Right. But this kind of thing, you can hide your identity. You can choose what the government knows about you. You can choose how you pay people. It's like, it's fucking incredible. It's called Urbit, U-R-B-I-T. Um, I think it's absolutely the future. If this company doesn't do it, somebody's going to do it because the idea right. is perfect. Well, I think it's a response to something that is probably going to be happening within the next five years, yep. uh, which is like uh, just the total control of Internet as a uh, social utility. Uh, and I think the big push for legislation like that specifically here in the U.S. has been the Wall Street manipulation that's been happening because yep. of the mass gatherings on places like Reddit, which yep. is essentially an unregulated gathering space that would set off red flags if a thousand people gathered in a warehouse to take on you know wall yep. street but because everybody's doing it digitally with some sense of anonymity yep. uh that's like you know that's alarming for a nation that is predicated on making money off of poor people um <laughs> and so uh the response to that like we're gonna you know like they were talking about that net neutrality shit like two years yeah. ago and it was such a hot topic, but then other things, other social issues like totally like blew it out of the water. I think that's that conversation is coming back very soon. The internet is not neutral. The internet is society and there are always going to be hierarchies in society. Yep. Yeah. Unfortunately haves and have nots, no matter what, uh, you're absolutely right. But, uh, it's funny. I would just watched, um, ready player one with my dad and, uh, the movie's crazy just because it's like, whoa, VR, haptics, and all that. And it's kind of things that we have today um, that are getting better and better. But I'm when you started talking about this, like, uh, encryption, like, on every level, yep. uh, it made me wonder, like, think about, like, our the, the, the hardware of uh, VR and, like, these VR chat rooms and stuff like that. Uh, 
adding that into the mix would have to be really interesting too, because there's this like digital slash physical interaction yeah. now that we can have uh, with each other and being able to do that with full encrypted anonymity is going to change humanity. <laughs> like straight no, it's, up. it's the net. It's, I'm telling you, it's like my buddy who's like deep into this shit and he's done very well in like cryptocurrencies and shit. I'm not going to reveal his name or anything. He wants to remain private. Um, sure. But uh, he's done very well, and he said nothing has sparked his neurons like this, but wow. cryptocurrency. Like, this is the thing where he's just like, this is the absolute future. This is happening. He just had a phone call with the CEO the other day of uh, the company developing the program or the system. Wow. And they're, like, on the same track. They're like, dude, yeah, it's going to change the world. Well, I mean, it's... Um it seems like that's the natural response because for so long, like WhatsApp was like the way to communicate if, if you didn't want anyone and yep. even they are changing how they do things now where people are pretty upset. Yeah. Um, so I, I knew it was only a matter of time before a smart, normal person, you know, someone who doesn't exist in the systems of like governance, uh, who's like an outsider is going to be like, well, fuck, I'm going to design a thing that is accessible by all. Anyway. Yeah. It's going to be like I'm a very digital excited passport. To see it. It's yeah. going to be a digital passport, and it's fucking possibilities are endless, dude. It's insane. For better and, or worse. <laughs> well, yeah, no, actually, it's going to be like um, a digital world. So, like, there will be bad countries, probably. It's just like, don't go there, dude. Wow. Ah, this stuff's so cool. I, got, I mean, like, it's it's fascinating. Um, I hope that I get I to, like, interact with it. They call, Did you? They call the levels of... Um, they like have a levels of like, I wouldn't say governance, but like, kind of like, administrative responsibilities over like the servers and over the system. They call the top one galaxies. Below that are stars. Then there's planets, and then I think planets have uh, moons or satellites. I bought myself a star the other day. Forty five hundred <laughs> bucks. It was like forty five hundred bucks. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so well, I'm you're like gonna have really to keep invested in, in this. Loop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you literally are. Yeah, this this is kind of eerie because this is uh, reminds me when I was uh, I was working at uh, the shipping store. We also did like office supplies and printing and all that shit. So this guy came in and made a bunch of copies of. Oh my god, I wish I remember what it was called, but it was this. He made um, a bunch of copies of uh, Jerry Maguire. No, it was like an <laughs> auton. It was like a pamphlet for this like autonomous space uh, like society. Yeah. It was a cult, but okay. you could also purchase packages that use like star vernacular, like what you yeah. just described. You know, what? anyway, so I want it was like to, Scientology in space. <laughs> I want to now just create a fake religion and just like throw pamphlets around my city and just have people like okay, reading these <laughs> Like, what? Is there a new cult in town? <laughs> it was I, I he literally the guy I was reading, you know, and I humor people. So I'm like, this is really interesting because it was. Yeah. And so he let me have one of them and I have it somewhere, I think, unless I threw it away in my move. Yeah. But I kept it for the longest time because it was like it was so strange. They even like um, they had like this fake math talking about like how many people they would have and like their like their um, power structure because there'd be like governors and then there would be like mayors you know like thousands of mayors because it's going to be colonizing space with this uh this whole society right. but they'd even like they'd even created like a um ratio of gender identity and then also race like they'd projected mm -hmm. how many like 
people of color were going to be there. And like, this anyway, it was, it was heavy. Yeah. It was, I, it Damn. was very strange, but Fuck. it's so funny how, like what you just talked about triggered that memory. What town are you in when that. this is like happening, man? Like, this is just a m- middle of Ohio, like this Damn. small city called Oakwood. Yeah. Just See, random. Like, I'm in Calgary, Alberta right now. And there are not a lot of weirdos. I don't have like a lot of weird encounters like that. I used to live in Toronto, which is the biggest city in Canada. It's like right. the size of Chicago. And like it was like a real city. It was like you would walk around, you would take the subway. City city I'm in, it's like really sprawled out. There's a downtown where people work, but they don't play. You know, there's like office yeah. buildings, but no bars around them. And it's like, yeah. So it's like they live in the suburbs. They drive to the city to work and it's boring and you don't encounter people because they're in their cars. Nobody's walking. Nobody's taking the subway. But fucking Toronto, the weirdos you would meet there. This one time, I get a text from my buddy, and it's just like, emergency, emergency, all caps. And I'm like, what? What's wrong, dude? He's like, dude, you have to get down to Queen and Spadina right now. There's a guy in the middle of the intersection with no pants, no underwear on. He's an amputee, and his dick is just burning in the sun. It's blistering. He's been sitting in the sun with his burnt dick, and he's just screaming there in the middle of the intersection. <laughs> I was like, oh dude. God. You gotta get a picture. You gotta get something. I don't think he had a phone that could get pictures at the time. I forget what year it was, but I was like, "Dude, I'm so mad. I missed the the burnt dick amputee guy. Uh, that would have been a good time. I've never, so I'm never specific. gonna see that in my city. Oh yeah, burnt dick. No, amputee. no, no, no. Yeah. I, <laughs> wow. Holy shit. Let me go on. Well, we, my dick. Where I grew up, it was in the sun. Oh my god. <laughs> Imagine if he was singing that. Like that would be like the best. I would die in the that head, moment. The head cannon. The head cannon you've created is better than the real story. If, at this if point. I if I walk up on the scenario and there's a a guy, like long hippie hair, looks like he's been in Vietnam, but he's got amputee legs and he's his like probably huge dong just flopping over the edge of his wheelchair seat and it's just blistered from sunburn and he's like let me go on my dick blisters in the sun like he's just loving it like he's not insane and screaming like repent god will right god you know like he's just like just vibing just like mm, 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 i feel like you're gonna spend your whole life like scouting every bar around there uh, like every time you're in this area looking for an amputee, just so you can ask them if like, where were you this year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where are you there? Where are you at this intersection? Oh my God. That's I'll, fucking I'll start insane. asking every amputee I see if they've ever it's, blistered yeah, their that's dick. That's what I'm picturing in my head. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you, did you sit out in the sun and like blister your dick? Uh, <laughs> I just have to know. I know it's a very specific question, but there's a reason. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I miss you get, those yeah. encounters. You get more than one yes. <laughs> I miss just seeing those weirdos of big cities. Like New York, I think, is probably one of the world's best for, for that kind it of It is. Shit. I've seen some crazy shit the few times I've been to New York. Um, I mean, mostly it's just like uh, un- uncanny uh, run-ins with like the mentally ill homeless community. Um, like strange mm-hmm. things that, you know, neuroses. But yeah. um, some of the weirdest shit I've seen has been in the Midwest. I uh, was driving to downtown uh in dayton ohio this like old rust city um the last gm plant closed there during the 2008 crisis um anyway there's a lot of drugs uh issues there uh because of that you know that whole crisis you know that's that's the whole opiate epidemic happens every time there's like a major economic shift 
And uh, I grew up around like meth labs and stuff. I mean, I'm used to seeing meth addicts like it's just a normal thing for me. So I was driving down and I saw someone who's clearly a meth addict and she was in the motion. I'll never forget. It's like tattooed on my brain of removing her teeth and throwing up in the same motion into a bush. So like she got her teeth out just in time to like projectile vomit into the bush as I was driving by. Yes. Okay. I, I thought you it were. Was, I thought you were saying she's removing her real. No. 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 My God. Like, teeth. yeah, pulling them out individually. No. No. She like pulled out like her top row of teeth. Okay. That would uh, be amazing and, if she's ripping out her real like teeth. Well, I've seen that happen too. Dude. <laughs> I I worked with somebody, uh, and I won't name who they are, and I doubt they'll ever hear this podcast. But um, I worked with somebody who was clearly had a um had had some struggles with some hardcore substances and that's all i'll say but i had to open with them on a saturday and one of their teeth like fell out mid-shift like into their hand and i was just like i saw it happen i was like i love my i can't believe that just happened i I don't want to lose them that'd be a nightmare i couldn't lose a tooth (laughs) like i would freak it's like the one part uh, of my body i've got i I think i must have body dysmorphia because if i look in a mirror i'm like this is not a person but if i look at my teeth i'm like that's perfect yeah, you do have a nice, you got a nice set of teeth, man. I'm not gonna lie, I've noticed. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're We're welcome. all natural. No, I, I have the, I don't know if it's because of social media or not, but I think that there's probably a very high likelihood that it is, but like occurrences of body dysphoria being very high. Uh, yeah. Because we see ourselves as like a projection. And so I'm constantly seeing my, my face on like videos that I upload. But it's not the same person to me that I see in the mirror or that I catch glances of, you know, like when I'm walking by like windows or something. It's super weird. Dude, I've been strong before, like 515 pound deadlift and felt weak. Like you can always move the goalposts. Yeah, you're right. Like 515 pounds, 99.9% of people are never going to lift that. No, absolutely. I mean, that's like the easiest thousand pounders club ever because your other two were yeah. like nothing. Wow. That's crazy. I've never been. I mean, I was into uh, I mean, I've done like weightlifting off and on throughout my adult life, but never anything in the even remotely close to those levels. Dude, I was going to uh, I was going for 600, but like that was my goal. But they closed gyms out here and I'm oh, I've lost like 12 damn. pounds. And it's sure. rough. I can't yeah. get into a home routine. I got the chin up bar or the pull-up bar and I can do push-ups like I can do those things but it's just you're in your home you're in your habits right dude exactly I'm having the same problem right now I have access to this small like private gym at my parents old condo because I still have like a key fob to get in but all they have are like some free weights yeah uh, nothing over 25 pounds yeah dump us up to 25 yeah. 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 So like I'm it, my gains. I, I, I also lost about 15 pounds in the past six months um, Fuck, of man. muscle. I used to. Yeah. Rep and bicep curl rep. I used to rep fucking 60s. Wow. I was, fu- I was a strong boy. <laughs> I, was, I was beefing up, man. Like it was like a goal of mine during COVID. I'm like, what am I going to well, do? I remember. Yeah. You were like like big shoulders there for a while. Like I, yeah. I could see like the progress was there like in your content. I was too. going for it. I hate it, that. It was my only thing. Like it was like everything else came secondary. No, it was like, do you want to hang out today? It was like, nope. I got gym. I gotta go because we have to book a session here. Like normally before COVID, it was like twenty four seven. You could just walk in, but now you have to book right. an hour, and it's like I cannot do that. I have the gym, and I wouldn't cancel for anyone. Yeah, I uh, I I don't blame you. For me, uh, fitness became like my mental health medicine, yeah. like one of the yeah. main medications. And so 100%. when I was 
I was going through like a really shitty divorce yeah. from a very abusive person. And I was in school full time and I was working full time. And every night I was going to the gym almost. So I was basically Keeps you running sane, around man. until like 11 p.m. But yeah, it was the one thing that like kept, like, I joke, they like kept the voices at bay. Really, um, really, and, it kept me sane. Like I was in the gym one time when the premier of our province, which is like the governor, uh, the premier was making announcements on restrictions. And he was like, uh, I thought they were closing gyms. I was wrong. They were closing group fitness classes. So like spin classes, but like the right. gym, the like the free weight area would remain open. And like, I thought they were closing gyms and I almost actually started crying like in the gym. It's like, it means that yeah. much to me. Well, I think once you find that, that thing that is like really beneficial and like Reliable. pushes you. Yeah. It's, 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 especially when that thing is like really healthy. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's not debilitating, yeah. uh, at least not as much as other things. That's it. When that's removed from your life, Dude, the gym is reliable. You can't take away weight and gravity. Those things will always exist, but then you take away the yeah. gym. What's reliable, you know, alcohol, you'll get drunk yeah. every time, you know, like that's, what's been happening with a lot of people. I think I know I, we've been seeing it. I, well, hopefully coming out of this, the swing isn't too hard in the other direction where like our generation just doesn't just burn out, but there's like projections, like sociologists and stuff are expecting to see like something similar to like right after the great depression. Um, the so roaring twenties. Like well, roaring twenties. Yes. Uh, that was also like a period that where like people are going crazy, but also like, I'm thinking like right after world war two, that big boom also, uh, cause like you're free people go were, just fucking do it get out there man yep because everyone's like, heads were down for so long and then like, suddenly I never we wanna, can all like relax. i want to take advantage of every month it's like we've been in jail yeah exactly and we don't have the guilt and of having done anything to make it happen so we don't have that's not holding us back you know that there's no the, penance yeah yeah, yeah. You know, no one's making amends but so i i think bars are going to get really inventive uh here in the next 10 years and, mm -hmm. and I think that like uh, social gathering places are going to make more money than they've ever made in human history. So like Dude, if we're going to see all kinds of weird things. If like, I had some capital right like, now, I'd be investing in opening a bar. Absolutely. I would be investing in opening in like a, a barcade specifically. Um, I think yeah. we're going to see a barcade boom. We already were seeing like those things become more popular, but now it's because of the interactivity of it. I think it'll be even more popular. Yeah. Maybe the dancing bar will make a comeback. Like, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But um, I think people just want to chill with each other. Like people want to kick back only in yeah. public because we're tired of like hiding. <laughs> oh, man. it's It's been rough for like over yeah. a month. What is it? Damn. A month and a half. I've been allowed to legally have two friends. I've broken the law. Yeah, I'm saying it live. Publish this anywhere. I've broken the law. I've seen like <laughs> eight or nine people. But legally, well, it's refreshing. Legally, it's refreshing I've been to, to hear that you friends. even have laws. Is it? Yeah, because here we don't have anything like that. Sorry for chewing ice on your show, but I do like to oh, chew ice. Fine. But um, I'm actually kind of torn on this, and this is um, probably controversial. It's actually almost certainly controversial. But I'm not saying I'm right on this, but I don't think there's enough consideration to the fact that the damage done by lockdowns and shutting down businesses and social restrictions could be more costly in terms of years of life lost than just letting COVID run rampant. Because yeah, the, I, um, think I, th of, think I, I like kind this. of agree with you. You've got 
somebody, the, the median age of somebody dying from COVID has already surpassed their life expectancy. So let's say they got two, three, four years left. To save them, we're shutting people out of businesses, we're bankrupting people, where people are losing their homes, they're ODing. ODs for a time out here raised by their normal rate, raised over their normal rate by more than the COVID deaths all total. So like that wasn't including like even other offshoot things like other suicides and, and like just whatever. So that's a 30 year old person maybe ODing. That's like what 10 COVID deaths in terms of years of life lost for public health issues. You look at years of life lost, right? Because all these people dying of COVID, not all of them, but almost all of them in five years would have been dead anyway. But we're tacking on these extra deaths of working age, breeding age people, some of them who won't be having kids because now they're broke, right? So the years of life lost, I think, may be greater from lockdowns than if we just let it run rampant. And sadly, that would mean a lot of elderly people would die without a tube down their throat and without morphine in their system to keep them out of pain. Right. It would be I tragic, that, for sure. My my take is, is like, you're absolutely right. I think my my issue is is like people have had an inability to um kind of shelve their emotional reaction to that conversation yeah and just be like both can be true you know mm -hmm. like uh i could be you know, totally we wrong try... well yeah ex well and, and it's not even really be about being right or wrong i think it's it's like it's undeniable that whether okay so if we didn't lock down at all you know let's say like every nation just said fuck it um, let, let it run through like the, the, flow. the, the trauma, yeah. the trauma of that would have, right. uh, would probably have like an equal or, or, you know, some, some way, uh, similar, uh, impact on us. Yeah. Like you as, don't as, even as know species. how it would affect you. Yeah. Yeah. So. But you know, cause like the whole body bags in the street thing, which was, yeah. which is happening in some places, but it yeah. would ha be happening everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, but, but on the flip side of that, you know, having, uh, locations that have like really been hardcore lockdowns, you know, and mm -hmm. like economies have suffered and blah, blah, blah. Like what you just talked about yeah. has an impact that I think people just not because they're worried that it's going to discredit the argument, you know, of trying to stop the virus. Yeah. They're worried is, about having that conversation. Right. Exactly. And so Dude, I don't and know. Fucking, I'm like, <laughs> I've got a friend in Melbourne. She was telling me, I think yesterday, that they got like six cases and they're like going into lockdown out there. Like they go hard, and she's like, "It's way too overblown. They're not not like balancing it enough." Right. That sounds like way. It's like New Zealand, similar. But New Zealand, do they have any cases now? I thought they hadn't had cases for a while. They haven't in a while. I think yeah. maybe they had one. I, I want to say they didn't have any for a while, and then like an American knowingly traveled there like, yeah. with it. Of course, of course, dude. As, as we do. <laughs> I had a friend who but, said um, like, "Oh, my my brother's in uh, uh, Vancouver right now." I'm like, "How the fuck did he get in?" And she's just like, "Money." Oh God! Like that's so true, though. You can travel. The lockdowns, you can do like you the want quarantines or whatever, doesn't matter. You got money. You can pay the fine. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I hate that shit so much. <laughs> um, I'm such like a anti like money person, but I also am like, give me money, <laughs> you know, because well, I know if, that I, if, I'm not breaking the system, you know. If the penalty for breaking a law is currency, then that law then only exists for the poor. I've yeah, I've seen the exact same quote, and I 100% agree. Um, you're, that's what like that. That's why I love movies like Parasite. I don't know if you saw that Korean film. It's it's amazing. 
Um, it's like the whole film is like a class consciousness, uh, you know, uh, study if you could call it that the irony being it's like elon musk's favorite movie (laughs) and there's like a a weird meme of he is there's a meme of like garfield walking by a like no garfield sign you know with like the circle the line through it yeah he's like huh what's this and so people have taken his tweet saying i love parasites my favorite movie of that year and like next to it is that picture of garfield like not getting that he's not allowed (laughs) anyway it's funny um but yeah he's absolutely a weird dude i mean we're seeing like he's like the uh the beginnings of like an evil genius from like a comic book series. You like, think he'll turn evil? You think he'll flip? Well, he's already having conversations about how he's not beholden to any laws once he settles Mars first. Wow, <laughs> so dude, I'm like, dude, blood like, rituals, my guy. <laughs> if, if you're like the richest dude on the earth and you're planning on like settling Mars, you're like, I'm a fucking intergalactic god. Like his ego must yeah. be out of control. I can't ima- well, imagine. Well, I mean, yeah, thinking the I'm guy- the guy out of history, out of millions of years of human history, exactly. who's going to settle another planet. That's going to be one of the biggest people of all time. This that's might gonna be, be like hear- super- that's going to be like hearing of Adam and Eve, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, this might be super like conspiratory of me, and I don't even know if it's like a conspiracy, but like I'm convinced that like him and Bezos and like a lot of these um, like Bezos. unfathomably rich people. I think that their um, their driving force now is some form of uh, like I don't know if they want to develop like organs transplants or some sort of like consciousness Brain. upload, yeah. but they're trying to live forever. I think that they're yeah. I think yeah. that like literally immortality is their goal. Well, they must at this be point loving because, life because they they choose to do whatever they want with their day. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, Every that's why I, like I Bill Gates was like always somebody that I was like, okay, cool, I can get behind him because he like he refuses to be called a philanthropist because he yeah. says like because he donates so much of his money right and so yeah. people call him a philanthropist and he's like, I'm not a philanthropist. I can afford to eat a meal, all three meals from different places around the world at any given moment. From every and, city. Like, I can order a meal yeah, from, from every any, restaurant in the world at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And so he was like, it costs me nothing to give. He said the people who have nothing and still give, that's philanthropy. He's like, do not call me a philanthropist. Yeah. And I was can like, we, all right, cool, respect. Can we take a moment here and um, just together, I don't know if you have the ability to Google just images of Jeff Bezos. Just go to Google Oh, the images. Lex Luthor? It's like, so fantastic. He yeah, looks the, I mean, like he will be a villain. And the fact that he's got one wonky eye too... Oh, oh yeah, it's perfect. He like embraced his baldness and like and and got jacked. Like, yeah, because yeah. the photo, like, and, like that Botox. OG photo. Oh yeah, oh dude, the guys had so much work, and the the OG photo of him, um, in like the his like original Amazon office compared yeah. to now, they're yeah. two different people. Like, I mean, I'm not saying literally, but it's like amazing. He's yeah. turning himself and, into an android. He is. I can look at pictures of this man all day because he's just like perfect. You want the richest guy in the world to look like this, I feel like. Yeah, well, Elon Musk too, his hairline. I mean, look at that guy. He's had so yeah. much work done and like has completely changed his Well, the his, hair like, is uh, necessary. Appearance. Yeah. The hair for hair him. Hair is huge. He's handsome yeah. as fuck with that hair, actually. I'll it's because it. of the hairline, yeah. I agree. Because um, he, yeah. <laughs> he was goofy looking, man, yeah. back in like yeah. the late 90s. I'm still looking. Uh, I think for the remainder of our conversation, I don't know how long you want to talk. I don't know if you like try to restrict <laughs> the time. Like I'm down to talk for like a couple more hours if you want. But like I'm telling you right now, for the remainder of the conversation, I'm looking at pictures of Bezos. Like I'm literally doing Bezos. That. Yeah. All right. Hey. Uh, well, you know, whatever floats your boat, my guy. <laughs> this is pleasing no, me I, so much. I, I know it. It is like it's 
it's it's uncanny. Like that's the best way I can put it. It's like an uncanny valley experience looking at the comparison of these like super rich people when they weren't rich yeah and like when they are now because like it's not just how they look like as far as their appearance like things that can change it's also like you know they've had coaches on how to walk like that you know, you know that like they have for had their morning coaches. drink instead of like a boba tea instead of like those little bubble what are they called bobas the, the little chunks yeah yeah instead of those it's just like fetuses of aborted babies I think, dude, I think that they're messing with, because Sandra Bullock was like on Ellen and like openly admitted to using a uh, Korean adopted baby foreskins, uh, skin treatment, like damn skin treatment taken from foreskins of Korean children. Yeah. This dude that, is definitely drinking some zygote. So if Sandra Bullock's doing it. Yeah. These, these, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think Fetus that like gene tea. manipulation is probably on their docket. And yeah, I think that. Time. They because have underground projects too, for sure. Like America has underground projects that you don't know about, and like fucking countries, tons of countries have underground military and science projects. Well, fucking Bezos is worth a country. Oh, he's got the GDP of yeah, most nation, more than most nations. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Like that kind <laughs> of money, and I know he's not like liquid. You know, I know he yeah. can't just like go spend a hundred billion dollars, but like can the power. It the power that comes with that money makes most of what he does there, you know, people will do it without getting technically paid. You know what I mean? Like the way that rich people like that have labor done for them, whether it's like tech yeah. development or favors or whatever, it's not through, there's no monetary exchange anymore at that level. Uh, it's, it's through lifestyle because most like they always say like rich people don't pay for their Rolexes. Like they're given to them. Dude. So like they're rich and they're not buying this. Not shit, to brag you know? or so, anything, but I became so TikTok famous that I got a company to send me a pair of socks for free. Boom. You got TikTok socks. <laughs> Fuck you. No, <laughs> yeah. It was this company Busaki. They just reached out and they're like, Hey man, do you want to, do you want a pair of socks? And I was like, sure. Here's my address. And I, I got some. Socks. Oh, that's sick. I got some earrings from a small uh, creator who, uh, and they're amazing. Like they, they make really cool uh, so, earrings. Yeah, they make like Tamagotchi ones. Basically I got yeah. a, I got a nightly table at Nobu. That's cool. <laughs> that's basically well, hey, man, You're I'm on at. your way. You're going to be the next Bezos. Yeah. That's <laughs> what would you, okay. I guess let, here's our fun question. What would you change about your uh, appearance or would you change anything? Are you that happy with, Dude, with, I would go insane got. with it. Like, the thing is, all these billionaires, they walk around in suits. Like, Zuckerberg, I think he does the t-shirt thing, but they, they all go very clean. They don't have, like, weird style to them at all, like, ever. That's true. Like, they don't have, like, spacer earrings or, like, like a nose ring. I'd fucking get fully tatted up, dude. I'd have neck tattoos, face tattoos. I'd start wearing huge gold chains like I'm Mr. T. Like, I would get fucking insane <laughs> with it. Why do they wear the suits? What are they doing? Like, is this yeah, for their they investors? Try to impress? Like, okay, I go out looking like Mr. T once and my stock dips by $10 billion. But then after like a month, I keep dressing like this. They notice it didn't change anything. The stock goes back up. Fucking own it. You can just get it back in a month, dude. Like, well, I think there's some experimentation with that. Remember, because uh, Elon like smoked weed kind of puffed. Rogan. Yeah, like. I, I would argue he didn't. He smoke, didn't inhale. But yeah. I, he he definitely like 
put the joint to his mouth. Yeah. I, I can at least say that because I watched that happen. Yeah. And like, yeah, the stock dipped, but it came right back. So I really don't think that like public opinion over um, appearances means Dude, as much as Jeff people Bezos think coming they out do. like he's a WWE wrestler, like he's fucking Bret Hart from the 1990s or something. Like just walking out for like a. <laughs> fucking press conference That'd with a theme so song sick. oh yeah flames like with fucking like pyrotechnics dude he, why wouldn't he, why is he not doing this these guys are like the most powerful people on earth but i feel like they're pussies i want to get into a boxing ring with bezos and knock his fucking jaw off <laughs> i want to just be nowhere. like this dude needs to get fucking punched in the face well i'm mad at him now for not doing crazy shit yeah 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 exactly like, no i fuck well, you I think like the I, crazy shit that Oh, Elon Musk is so weird and quirky and crazy. He made a, a flamethrower. Fuck off. That's not that weird, dude. Start getting weird with it. Yeah. Let's get yeah, like why I not? I probably went I mean, well, over I my get... levels on my recording like so much there, just like screaming. <laughs> oh, you're good. I'll, I'll work with it. Yeah. <laughs> it adds to it, even if you clip, like, I mean, to be honest, like it's it's uh and I there's like a low fi vibe. Like I told you, I literally have been flipping through bezos pictures this whole time no i i believe you i i i don't i don't take you for a liar so like when you say it i believe you um oh hey before uh because typically i you know i do these for like an hour but i, yeah. I want to have give you an opportunity to like plug whatever you got going on because um you've been working with uh one of your friends mm -hmm. on this new tiktok account and it's kind of taken off yeah uh talk to me about that and then well, i want to talk about Ophelia too if you're down and and you know okay. we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up after that but yeah go for it well the tiktok account's called be a lesbian and it's just like kind of like satire and jokes about life as a lesbian short little videos it's quick if, if you've ever seen uh boston be a man he'll say shit like uh yeah pick up your dog shit with your hands be a man so it's kind of like we did that but like the lesbian version and we're working on that over a month we've gained 20,000 followers which I'm like super impressed with um yeah me too so yeah that's about it like I could plug my own thing my TikTok is trav underscore green too I'm not really doing much with it these days but like I might get back into it and when I do it's gonna be dank so might as well give me a follow especially if you listen to this whole conversation and you're like oh I actually kind of dig this dude's vibes like if you don't dig my videos on my TikTok, you dig my vibes. Just keep following, and something good good will come up eventually. Yeah, I can attest to that because um, I don't know. Sometimes you'll just make something totally off the wall, and I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, that's Trav right there. <laughs> like, yeah, that's like the real you. <laughs> like, I'll do mirror videos where I'll just say something stupid in the mirror, but then I'll go out and I'll shoot like a whole video, like with like angles and cuts and and scenes. Yeah, the um, the range of like attention to detail and like yeah. uh, quality is yeah. is like it's all over the place. But I, I like that. I think that the internet is a great space to shit post and also polish like your work. Like you can do both. I'm just sure. So I'm glad to see it. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm um, gonna refine my search here to Jeff Bezos buff. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you got it. You got it. You got to illustrate. Uh, you got to like visually give it. Give us the visuals. Like, what do you see? Okay, so he's wearing a vest. And it makes his shoulders look big because that's what vests do. The second right. picture here, he's looks like he's in the, some um, tropical place with his girlfriend or wife or whoever. Oh, Jeff Bezos looking buff with girlfriend Lauren Sanchez in Saint-Tropez. Or Saint-Tropez or nice. whatever they call it. And he's got this Good for him. like teal or light baby blue kind of button-up shirt. And he's only got the middle button done up. He's got a bit of a, he's got some pecs going on. You can see some arm veins. He's holding a 
a nice frothy drink. It could be alcoholic or non. Looks like wow. he's having a good time. And behind him is clearly his security. Because that dude walks around with like probably a fucking army. And he makes his security. He... he doesn't dress with like security like a fucking rapper would, where they're all in like black and leather and wearing chains and fucking looking badass. His security's wearing a pink button up. But he's clearly like this like ex-Marines fucking Right. Special forces. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a foot taller than Bezos. Like he's behind him in these pictures. <laughs> clearly his fucking bodyguard. But he's like, I, I can want imagine you. that these like, guys uh, coordinating fucking outfits with your bodyguard. Like, that's hilarious. Like, what are we wearing today? Okay. Well, you protect that's me. That's like supervillain shit. What, like coordinating your fucking outfit. Like, you know, Lex Luthor's like bodyguards have like the same color scheme as he as hit whatever robot he's going to be using to fight Superman. Like, this is real world <laughs> supervillain shit. Dude, you know what? Bezos I, probably doesn't even do steroids. He probably just like paid some bodybuilder to have their pecs removed and implanted in his body. <laughs> How much do you think that costs? 20 grand. <laughs> like, you could probably find a guy. No, probably, no, he probably threw a, a mill at mil, it. Couple, he probably threw a mill at two. it. He probably doesn't know there's less money than a million dollars. Like, he tips. I, well, they literally said, like, a million dollars was like a $20 bill left in your wallet to him. So, like, yeah, that, to me, is like a tip of a nice mind. dinner, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, God. <laughs> it's just, like, it's so funny because it's, like, so out of reach, you know? Like, I'm laughing because I'll ne Like, there's just no way. I don't think I could even so. Like, I could never have that much wealth because it just feels so unethical, um, like, to right. have that amount of money. Right. Um, like, you, there's no way you could ethically be a billionaire, like, straight up. Like, you've had to knowingly allow child labor, you know, or, like... You know, making well, people you have wear to be diapers part in your warehouses. This, well, the thing is, you have to be part of the system where some of that money came from a drug dealer, some of that money came from a right. sex trafficker. Like, if you have that much of it, it's coming from everywhere. So you're part of the system. So it's not done with malice sometimes when people become wealthy. You know, say I made right. a good trade and I bought, like, if I bought Bitcoins or I, I started mining them, like literally creating the thing and people are buying it right. from me. I'm not stealing any from, anything from them but their money may have come from drug dealing or something. Right, exactly. But it's like the issue is once you're at that level, like Mark Zuckerberg or yeah. Bezos or Musk, is like you are acutely aware of that and are have like co-signed it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're not like taking effort, making an effort to uh, limit or stop that. Like, yeah. Um, well, I mean. Like Steve Jobs, like he's like, yeah, kids are making our phones. You know what I mean? Like, he's I mean, like, like whatever. <laughs> to become that person, you kind of – to become that wealthy, you have to like be be that guy that thinks, oh, m me having all the wealth makes the world a better place. Like the world is yeah, better. They, for I think that they do. Yep, I agree. I think that they are have self convinced that they are. I mean, making... I probably would think the same thing. I, I'm I prom, I'm a just like a less well, genius narcissist. Well, I th they they've done like brain scans of people like before or even personality like uh, you know psychologists like your brain chemistry changes when you have a certain level of wealth and power right. and it, and it like it, you like emotionally, you like manipulate yourself into like hardcore uh, narcissism and sometimes sociopathic. Like you you literally go from, yep. You go from being a humble, 
just startup guy who wants to sell books on the internet to being yeah. somebody who can't even understand or fathom the emotions uh, of someone who's experiencing poorness. He can't like he, he can't, can't understand even the them. emotions of any other person on the planet. Yeah, he, and he that's stands terrifying. alone. He stands alone. He knows in his like influence. Yep, because then at that point you're just like left alone with your thoughts. And you are the soul. Like, and you're that's the why arbiter. they get more into the business because then it's like, oh, this exactly. is the one thing that I still have that like is from the before time. Well, because that's all they have, and that's also what they've convinced themselves is going to change the world is yeah. by the continuous pursuit of whatever it is that they've been pursuing. And uh, I don't think that that bodes well for human psychology, but <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. I love it. I want Jeff Bezos to turn himself into like a 500 foot tall giant robot with a laser eye. I was literally going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Like put like, his brain into a robot. Like his one eye is kind of like squinty. I want him to turn it into this red glowing laser eye that just burns down, <laughs> like slices skyscrapers in half. And he's also created himself. He's like 500 feet tall, but he's got a 600 foot long dick. So it drags along the ground behind him like a fucking dragon's tail. And he's just like I can see Musk doing that, breaking down my fucking like apartment building with his dick swinging through the city. Like, fuck! I would love to see the world end that way. Like, I think I'm chaotic neutral. I think the end of the world and death and like bad things are necessary. They're part of life. They have to happen. They they're part of it's like a cycle. Yeah, if everything was good all the time, it would be boring. To me, I need some bad to happen. Like there was well, this story I, I, of this I guy talk in about Toronto. that all the time. There was this guy in Toronto uh, after I moved out of there who was going around dumping buckets of poop on people. And it was this thing where there's like, oh, there's this hooded man. He's been going around dumping buckets of poop on people. He did it to like five people. And that's a terrible thing. That's obviously like an awful assault, right? That's that's probably one of the worst days of your life. I was walking home from work. I got poop dumped on me. But that's also funny because poo is funny and villains are funny. So exactly. like, I think that brought more joy to the world than evil. Like actually the, the poop bucket story like was good for the world in a way. Isn't that weird? Because I know I, it was terrible and I feel for weird. those people, yeah, yeah. but like the joy it, that that brought me and millions of other people might outweigh the pain that it brought the, the poop people. Right. Well, and I, it's, yeah, if you think of things in terms of like an energy exchange, um, like negative or positive. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not like a here by these crystals type person or whatever, but like, I do think that like emotional energy is important. Like, and I, I basically agree with you because if you were to like put all of the fun and happy emotional energy from the entertainment of people that heard that story and compare it to the negative emotional energy of whoever was experiencing that moment, it probably would outweigh it. And so like, there's like a net gain (laughs) in some weird now, like the agency of that one person is just as important, you know, as everybody else's experience. So it still like sucks and like we can openly, but it doesn't make it not funny either. You know, like, so it's like, we have to reconcile that as people, we have to like figure out a way to organize that in our brains and like make peace with it. Cause I agree. I think that existence is like such a balancing act of the shit and the, the good stuff. And sometimes they cross over like someone and, and they talk about that in, in film school too. the psychology of like slapstick comedy and stuff. Yeah. They're like seeing someone be hurt became a genre. Yeah. Um, a film that people found humor in. Yeah. And the irony is that the irony is the person's being hurt. <laughs> like we're laughing at yeah. them being hurt. Yeah. And like that is 
that's one of the first things that happened when film was developed was slapstick comedy because like, it, it was you could do it silent. It's kind of the foundation of almost all comedy is uh, the recognition of our own mortality. Yeah, I think it's there's like a word for it. It's like verfremdung in like German or something like nice. that. Nice, they would have a fucking word for it. It's pretentious yeah. fucks. <laughs> they are about their language. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. so pretentious. They're like it's perfect. Every word means everything exactly, and we can create a new word in two seconds, and everyone understands it. I okay. I just looked it up. That was it's, the worst um, German accent, but you, you know. <laughs> hey, I just, I just pretended. I'm high. It, you know, <laughs> I'm high. You had to say it. <laughs> I'm high. It was bad. Uh, it was bad. It was, uh, but it was foreign. Oh, that's the, it, the. Yeah, no. I mean, it was definitely foreign. I mean, I would say if someone had never heard of a, a German person, yeah, then they would. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's how good um, it was. So, verfremdung is like dis, it's a distanciation. So it's like. It alienates you, and I don't know. So I don't know if that, I might be using the wrong word, but um, I just that, paused that's like another film thing. I'm still been looking at pictures of him. I just paused the one because he's looking real cute. He's got a nice, cute little Aww. smile. Looks like a little mouse, cute little smiley mouse. Okay, we can go on. Well, Trav. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, well, I got, I got to let you go. Oh, um, okay. but I appreciate you being on here, man. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to plug before we uh, sign off here? No, no, I'm all good. I just came to chill. Yo, Trav, thanks again for being on here. I uh, <laughs> I never know where our conversations are going to go when me and Trav hang out and talk, but they're always lively and they're always uh, filled with wild speculation about all kinds of crazy shit. So I really hope you got something out of that. I, uh, Trav, I love you, man. <laughs> like you're, you're fucking, you're a force. That's for sure. Uh, if you want to check him out, make sure you hit him up on TikTok at Trav underscore green too. Uh, he's doing some wild, crazy shit and, uh, you know, you never know what to expect with him and, uh, what comes out of his head. Make sure to, uh, keep keeping on. I, uh, didn't think that my podcast would ever go on for this long and uh here i am still doing it which is really cool and amazing and it gives me something to do a sense of purpose and it gives me an excuse to hang out and talk to people that i uh, have never met before in most cases uh so i just appreciate you all for listening for supporting and uh i'm looking forward to wherever this goes i uh enjoy it thoroughly i love meeting people i love interacting with them and like picking their brains and finding some sort of bigger truths about the universe together and anyway <laughs> that's all there really is to say about it we'll see you on the next episode of Stefan things until then drink some water tell someone you love that you love them and uh, take care of yourselves bye